Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. I am super looking forward to this conversation today. I have Heather Lee with us today, and she is a galactic canine channel. And I really am so curious about exactly who you are and what you do and what you can share with us today. So hello, Heather, welcome. Thank you, Vaughn. I'm so excited to be here with you and your audience today. Yes. So, um, you know, I get, I get pitches often, you know, like about, Hey, you should have this person on your podcast. And, and you are the very first person that I was like, okay, I am super curious about this because (laughs) I mean, I feel like, most of us are all dog lovers, you know, we we are obsessed with our pets. We are, um, really just grateful for the way that our pets love us unconditionally and serve us. And, and so I am just so excited to learn more about the way that you work with the canine energy. So tell us all about you and your work and all the good stuff. Wow. Um, thank you. <laughs> There's so much to be shared here. It's kind of hard to know where to begin, but I wasn't aware of these entities until I, until I started writing their book, which happened last year. And that also began my awakening because I was just a normal person. I didn't know I was psychic. I didn't know I could channel. Um, I had never had any previous experiences or encounters with these entities before I started writing their book. And um, so I'm just a normal person, just like everybody else. And when I started writing their book, they, they told me, I didn't know it was them at the time, but I was led to write about dogs in my life. And as a former professional dog trainer, I've had a lot of dogs in my life and I've always been with dogs my entire life. My mom says I started training when I was four. So I've had a ton of dogs come through my hands and they selected 10 of these dogs that I was going to put in this first book. So when I started writing the book, I just started writing stories about the dogs. And I thought this is going to be so great because these stories are incredible. These, these bonds I had with these dogs, which are commonly the types of bonds that most of us have with our dogs are going to be so fun to tell. But what it ended up being was um, an opportunity for me to bring these guys into my um, awareness. And as I wrote the book, they started healing me. I started to heal from lifetimes of trauma and karma and ancestral entanglements that I didn't even know I was involved in. And this was very deep healing that they took me through. And it it was very quick, instant, like instant healing. And as I healed, 
through my new meditation practice with these guides. I didn't understand that's what it was at the time, but as I healed, I came more into my psychic awareness and my psychic powers. And I started to hear them more specifically and see them and understand them. And they introduced themselves to me. They have names, they have, they have job titles. <laughs> um, and they have been communicating with us through our dogs forever since the beginning of time. And these guides are coming out now into awareness, into the public eye, so to speak, because it's time for them to be known. They offer us advanced healing technologies that we didn't know we had access to. And also spirit, um, humanity wasn't ready for that type of quick healing before. And so now as we have evolved and we are starting our ascension process, we're ready for it and we need it. We need quick, easy healing because it's time to just let it go and just let it happen. And until this point, we just wouldn't have believed it anyway, right. you know, that it was so easy to, to not understand what you were hurting from, just heal from it. You know, you don't need to know. So, um, that's what they did with me. So they literally demonstrated it to me and, um, and I had tried everything under the sun, spiritual, um, physical, everything I could emotional and psychological to heal my whole life. And I never could. So when they offered their healing technology to me, it was incredible. And so what I understood after I wrote the book was that it wasn't about the stories in the book that I was sharing. It was about their healing that they have to offer humanity that I was actually going to be sharing. And then I also found out after I wrote the book that I was going to be doing this healing with humanity. I was going to be bringing it to humanity. So then my practice shifted. I've been a physical therapist in, for 30 years. Wow. So I've been deeply ingrained in this whole physical healing technology. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now I've been shifted into spiritual healing. So that's kind of the quick and dirty. <laughs> wow. So when you are working with, so the, the 10, you said 10 dogs, right? Mm -hmm. So are they the specific 10 that you still work with that you, you channel their energies for healings? Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit more about that. So these canine spirit guides are not actually the, um, the essence of a particular dog. They are what they describe as the galactic version of dogs. So they're a collective and there's a, there's uh, somewhere over 50 is where, what I'm being told in total. And through these 10 dogs in this book, four of the canine spirit guides are coming through and they, they refer to themselves as the core four because they represent core concepts, core healing and core values that we need to embrace and understand and embody before we can move forward on our journey. So these core four offer the base healing that we need. And then the next book is going to be the essential eight or the elite eight, something like that. I can't remember what they told me. There'll be eight more guides that come through in the next book and they will be completely different energies. Each guide has their own specific energy, their own um, healing that they have to offer for specific purposes. So 
All of that is laid out in the book. The book introduces you to all four guides and each guide came through more than one time in my life with various different dogs. And so those dogs, the book is separated by the guide in which dogs were coming, were sharing the healing of those guides. Okay. So um, it does kind of um, break humanity into, you know, who they are, what they have to share, what energy they have, what healing they have, the messages, they have their own cute little names. <laughs> and they also identify with each guy will identify with a certain dog breed, regardless of what dog they come through with, and also with a animal spirit guide. So it's a very unique um, bonding and blending of energies because of how they work. So, um, and it also gives them even more power because they're not just limited to one healing opportunity. You've got the healing of the canine collective, and then you also have the healing of the animal kingdom collective. So each guide is blending these opportunities in what they have to offer. So it's really fascinating as the energies come through. Yeah, it's so fascinating. Okay. So, so I have two dogs, right? Um, so is it the kind of thing that the canine spirit guides work through my dogs? Like I know my dogs have their own spirit, their own energy, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. the canine spirit guides work through my dogs to work through me. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. They will offer you messages um, that you need to hear to guide you along your journey. They will also op offer you healing opportunities through um, encounters you have in your life and events that happen in your life. And it's not obvious that that's what's going on. They, they just act like dogs, right? But they're yeah. the carriers of these guides. So the guides will influence how the dog behaves. They will influence the dog's personality and character. Um, because each time I had a dog in my life that was resonating with a certain guide, that dog, regardless of the breed, sometimes I'd have two or three different dog breeds with that guide. They always had the same personality, regardless of their breed. So each guide will be working with you through your dog. So you have two different guides right now that are offering you two different types of healing and two different types of opportunity um, through each one, through each dog. Yeah. But you don't have to have a dog to receive their healing. The clients that I work with, only about 25% of them have dogs. Oh, so wow. they will work with anybody because they are here to help humanity heal. Well, yeah. And I guess, I mean, obviously you're not a dog, but yet you channel the canine healing spirits guides and energy that, that they provide. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm their caregiver. Um, they've, they've shared with me that I've always held this position in all of my lifetimes and all of my dimensions that I, um, embrace, <laughs> um, that this is who I have always been. And I've even visited, um, that part of me that is currently with the canine spirit guides. And I'm sort of a gatekeeper or an assistant like oh, wow. I'm in charge of vetting the people who want to work with these guides because they're very 
sought after in other dimensions. The, the animals in other dimensions are not like they are here. Um, they are not uh, um, subservient um, animals that, that we domesticate or that we eat. They are very highly evolved beings that the humanoids or the whoever is on that planet or in that dimension will sit in council with and learn from. So people want to be with these animal energies because they help them evolve in their own spiritual journey. They're very wise and capable, much more so than humans are. So that here on this earth plane, they show us a different picture because it was just too much for us to be able to see that in the, in, the, in this dimension, to be able to comprehend that um, is what I'm being show, shown. So they have uh, volunteered to help us here in this dimension in a covert sort of way, you know, very undercover without us even having any idea that they, that's what they were doing. So that's why I have the ability to channel them and they're not, at this moment, they're not offering to work with anyone else. There will be opportunities for me to share this skill in the future. They're telling me that there's going to be trainings yeah. um, offered so that other people can learn to work with them as well. Yeah. That's actually something I, I was about to ask. Like, have you ever spoken to anyone else that does this or, because I, I know what a big task this must feel like for you to, you know, because you're, you're creating a new healing modality. You are a channel for something that people are not talking about before. So when you're bringing something new forth that you don't have proof from other people, it can make you feel like you're crazy, you know, or like yeah. it can make you doubt yourself. So what has that journey been like for you and like really trusting and surrendering, like how have you been able to gain the clarity around this when you, and I understand what you're saying, like you're just an average person. Cause I was just the same way. Like I was just like this average person. Now I'm just like this galactic channel myself. And it's like, wow. Yeah. So I'm so fascinated with what that process has looked like for you. That's a really great question. That, and that's something I talk about a lot is the whole awakening process, because it's so frustrating and scary because you, you know, it's coming, you can feel you're like, there's something out there. I mean, most of us could, can feel it brewing. And yet we also feel impatient because we're like, when's it going to get here? <laughs> and so I had a, an 11 year period where I felt like I was just lost. And I, I talk about this a lot because this is the cocoon before the bloom. And we get into this cocoon where we're just like, who am I? why am I here? And we just feel like nothing is right. Like we're, we can't figure out where we belong. We can't figure out who we are. We feel so isolated and cut off. And this is the cocoon before everything is about to explode. And so I have an, I had an 11 year cocoon where I lost my favorite dog. Mm -hmm. And I just went into this spiraling depression that wasn't very obvious from the outside, but in, I had this horrible internal turmoil going on. I'm like, something's not right. Something's off. And then all of a sudden at the end of that 11 year period, here comes uh, COVID lockdown. And during COVID lockdown, I received a very specific message, but I didn't know what it meant. 
I could see it. I knew it was a big announcement and it's in my book. So I'm not going to give it away, but I didn't know what it meant. I just knew it was huge. So at that point I began preparing. I knew something was coming. I didn't know what. So I began to build my team. I needed support. I needed people who understood this world because I knew I was about to embark on something that I didn't understand. So I found myself, um, a shaman, a mystic shaman and a numerologist and, um, a, uh, uh, um, what do you call the star? Um, uh, astrologer. astrologer. Yeah. And, um, and also I, I found a hypnotist that I could work with. So it took a couple of years for things to start un unwrapping and unboxing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden at the beginning of 2022, I stepped through the threshold exactly February 22nd, 2022 was my unveiling date which was fascinating. Hello, two, 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 two. Those are yeah. my numbers too. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I just stepped through the threshold. So I just, I because I could feel it coming, I was ready. I was so ready. You know, I was like, when, when, when? So when it finally started happening, I was like, I, I just tell me what to do. I will do it. And my guidance from my shaman was, do you want the quick way or do you want the kind of gradual way? And I said, give me the fast way. Yeah. You're like, I've been in this long enough. Let's get this show on the road. I am ready. So I wow. just unpacked everything and just let it come. Um, but it was a fascinating journey. You know, I, my husband doesn't believe any of this. My wow. family doesn't believe any of this. And one of the messages I, I have been delivering is that, uh, you know, star seeds. I don't know if you guys talk about star seeds on your yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But one thing about star seeds is we have to be willing to walk alone. Yeah. We have to, because it's possible that no one else will ever be like us. Right. Because we're meant to be warriors. We're meant to be pioneers. Yeah. And so not everybody can handle that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, uh, sign me up. I, I've been asking for this. I will do anything. So I didn't have any hesitancy. I trusted everything that was happening. And I used my shaman um, input, my mentor, I called him as a fact checker. So every time something would happen, I'd say, okay, I got this. I, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. And, and I would just like bounce it off of him. You know, what, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? And he's just like, you are such an open channel. You just need to trust it. Yeah. Everything you're hearing is absolutely accurate. Ah. Oh. So, you know, oh. I have that kind of support to just ground me, you know, mm -hmm. into the process Yeah, and it just worked beautifully. I, I never even looked back. I just That's took amazing. off running. I commend you because I think I took the very slow track where I was like, <laughs> let me just baby step myself into this. <laughs> I knew something was coming, but it's been like a five years in the making. And so now I'm like, okay, now I know who I am, what I offer, what I do and all that <laughs> stuff. So, but I mean, I just really um, want to honor you because I know that it is a very alone path when you are on a mission and, and it is beyond you, you know, like this. Yeah. yeah I mean, you don't want to be the crazy woman that talks about canine galactic channeling, you know, but I mean, but this is who you are. This is your purpose and your mission uh -huh. lifetime. Yeah. And you could either you know, sit on it and, and keep all that magic and inside of you and let it cause dis-ease within your body. Right. 
or you can let it flow, let the energy move, let the guidance and the magic and the medicine move through you and share it with others. And right. And that's what you're choosing to do. So I just commend you. I really do. Yeah. I, I see you. I see you and I honor you for that because what you're doing is it is bold and it is brave and it's totally different and nobody else is talking about this. So it's really fascinating. Um, I've been noticing recently with, um, with my two dogs. So I have an older one that's Lucy and she's seven and she is like a, a terrier mix. Um, she's gorgeous and precious and But I noticed, you know, when I go to sit on the potty and of course I take my phone with me to the potty (laughs) and her, she will come in every single time and like nudge my, like, and every time she's around me, I just feel her saying, put your phone down Vaughn, (laughs) you know, I mean, whether I'm on the potty or on the couch or whatever, I just, I know that that is her her energy right now. Like, and so I, I feel like she is channeling like a new frequency that is really like almost even her facial structure has changed shape, you know, like she almost looks differently over the past year. And, and so I'm curious about that as well, because I can, I can sense Lucy having a different role in my life right now. And she's, she's become a little more like, all right, Vaughn, like literally like put that phone down, be present, be with me. And then with my other dog, Sadie, she's a tinier dog. She's a cockapoo. And the joy that that girl evokes within me. I mean, she leaps and bounds and just literally is pure joy. She has brought so much joy and laughter and silliness into our lives as a family. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just so grateful. And I, and I know that, you know, these are, yes, they're spirits, but talking to you, I, I know that they are channeling the spirits that our family needs. Yes. Yeah. So when you're with these dogs or even, they don't even have to be around, but just start to notice what you see or what happens in your life. Notice the questions that come up for you. So is there like, like the small dog reminds me of Anthea. She's the first guide in the book and she's all about connecting you into that divine joy and self-love. You cannot make these dogs unhappy. You can't take their joy from them, no matter what you do to them. And they're here to connect us to that joy. So, you know, when you're dealing with a family dynamic, it's different because it might not be you she's there for. Um, It could be someone else in the family, but you're certainly going to benefit from the energy that she's sharing and from the opportunities that she's bringing through. They might not just be um, specifically for you. They could be for someone else in the family. My case was different because my dogs were all devoted to me, no one else. <laughs> so I knew who the message was for. Um, but yeah, so that's how Anthea is very obvious with her joy. When she comes through the dogs, you, I can spot them a mile away really? because there is just, they're, they don't know any strangers. They love all people. And they are there to remind us and to connect us with not not just the joy that humans think they feel, 
but that real divine source joy, which is completely different than what we feel as humans. It's a completely different level of joy. I had never felt it before Anthea healed me and I was allowed to bring it into my energy field. Love that. That's so, so true because that, that joy is innate, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it is our birthright to experience that level of joy, but through our own suppression, you know, and our own emotional trauma that we hold on to, we yes. just not allow in that level of joy. And so the more that we heal and the more we let go, the more we let in. And that's just really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And your older dog reminds me of a new guide that I haven't brought in yet, but I'm getting glimpses of, I don't know his or her name yet, but I'm resonating with that energy already. I'll have to get back to you when I download that information um, because that's also a very familiar energy too. Yeah. So, so you've, you said you've already downloaded 10 of the 50 or no, just, just four, just four. the four that are in the book, the core four. Okay. okay. They're starting to give me previews of the next, um, eight. But, okay. All right. That's yeah. it. Oh, that's so amazing. So, um, you know, and like you, you said you transitioned from physical therapy into the spiritual. spiritual. Yeah. So I've been a, I was a massage therapist for over 20 mm-hmm. years. And so having that same physical hands-on body experience, yeah. you know, we are healers right there anyway, yeah. you know, if we're working with bodies in that way, then, right. then we are healers innately, but now to be able to take it to more of a spiritual energetic level, it really, it's like even though it's so similar, it's completely different because you're completely offering something yeah. different and it's so challenging There's to the nervous system. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with the physical body, you know, because the physical body mirrors everything on the spiritual yes. realm. So, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I also do functional medicine. So it's kind of like doing reactive medicine versus proactive medicine, you know, like instead of treating the source, when you're working with the body, you're just treating the effects of the source. (laughs) So you never can really fix it. You just keep chasing it. Yeah. And so now we're, you know, both opening up this whole new realm. Like you can just energetically, it literally opens up so much beyond the, the, the human body. Yeah. And it's so profound and it's so exciting to be able to play with these, um, you know, in, in this, the, the cosmos like that, do you, um, do you receive any guidance? Like what dimension these, these canine operate on They're They're not telling me dimensions. I think they don't want us to categorize. Um, I do feel that at least two of them are not from this galaxy. Yeah. (laughs) They're, They're beyond that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. So that that's kind of the 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 impression I'm getting. I haven't specifically asked that question. Um and you know, they don't tell us what we don't ask. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um that probably would be a good question for me to ask next time. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I'm just I'm curious I was just curious because I the more I work with multidimensional healing, mm-hmm. I I I receive like currently I've received a message not too long ago that I'm working in the 12th dimension now. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So I'm like, wow. Like, I, I don't even know that I knew there was 12 dimensions, you know, like I did, I did. And, 
And so receiving that message. So I was just curious, you know, it's so interesting, right? Because there's anything and everything in between. And then there's the whole quantum, you know, that, that is just beyond. It's beyond. Right. And that's probably why I haven't even asked that question. Cause to me, it's, it's all incredible. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so in awe of it that I don't need to know that for my, for my source, I don't need to know where it's coming from or, you know, what, what dimension or what density it comes from, because it's all just been incredibly healing. You just know to ask. It's a beautiful (laughs) healing energy that you're, that you're working with. Um, so I noticed in one of the pictures behind you, there's a lab with half face and another face. Is that like a cheetah or. Yeah, that's, that's Anthea. Um, she, she resonates with the golden retriever. So this is the dog side and the cheetah, which is the wild animal side. So the golden retriever is going to represent a very specific personality of the guide and also the personalities that the guides work with in us. Um, And then the, the cheetah represents the energy that they're going to be sharing with us to heal those parts of us. So each guide has different, you know, a different uh, persona. Yeah. So when you are channel, so you're channeling the information, right? So do you sense what type of breed, like, did you channel that, that, that was part lab, part cheetah. So you were able to see that visualization and tune into that. Well, she told me, she shared that with me and ironically, um, so a lot of the other animals are, are more exotic. Mm-hmm. The, the first two guides come in with um, the golden retriever. And then the, the second one is a, a, bl- a black and tan coonhound, okay. um, Oscar. And so in comparison to the other two guides that come oh, through, wow. the, um, the golden retriever and the black and tan coonhound are relatively new breeds. They don't have any magic about them that I could find. Like the other breeds are the, um, Basinji and the pug. And those breeds were present in ancient Egypt. These are very old breeds. So when I got the download that the first two guides were a golden retriever and a coon hound, I'm like, <laughs> well, what's so special about that? You know, yeah. I, I kind of was mocking the guides. So my mentor said, you need to sit in their presence and ask them where they're from, because these are new breeds to this dimension, but they don't come from here. I said, Oh, okay. So I sat in meditation and I connected first with Anthea and I said, okay, please show me why this golden retriever is so special and where she comes from. And she took me to the dimension that this breed comes from. And it was absolutely gorgeous very tropical. And in that dimension, she's not a dog. She's more like a Yoda creature that everyone comes to for training to be a a magical, mystical and spiritual elevation. So she is the goddess of this forest. And there are all kinds of um, fairies flying around and magical mushrooms everywhere. It was just gorgeous and this beautiful, peaceful setting. And she kind of took me around and toured, you know, 
where she really is from and showed it all to me. And so then I learned not to be so quick to judge, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lesson in everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, then I was a lot more respectful and um, grateful for wow. the amount of, you know, um, just, just this beautiful offering that she's giving us to yeah. heal. Yeah. And well, it's so interesting because, you know, looking at our dogs, looking at dogs across, you know, over the span of earth, you know, like yeah. uh, since we've known dogs, like dogs really have not, or have they, like, I've, I feel like I was going to say dogs haven't really evolved that much, you know, like, whereas us as a human species, like we have evolved, we look different, we talk different, we've expanded so much. And so what are your thoughts on that? Like with, with the dog as a species and through evolution? Well, they're much more spiritually evolved than we are. So that's probably why you're not seeing them evolve because they're just, they're wearing a mask. They're just playing along as our companions so that we will continue to coexist with them and allow them the opportunity to help us. If we see that they start evolving, it's going to blow our minds, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll be like, <laughs> we're going to, we're, yeah, you're the, right. The world's going to end, right? Because the yeah. dogs start talking, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so true. yeah. So they have agreed to play this role so that they can covertly help us because they know that most of humanity will freak out right. if they start to see that the, the canine or any of the animals, all of them are much more spiritually evolved than we are. If we start to notice this, then we're going to really have a breakdown. Ah, I love that. That's, that's beautifully stated and shared. Thank you. So fun. So what, like, what is the best way just in general that we can begin to harness more of these galactic canine spirit guides and, and really connect to them on our own? Well, the first thing you have to do is heal. So it's, it's very similar to the Ascension process. Our pain and our emotions and our ego all fracture us. And when this happens, it creates a hole in our energetic field, our soul body, this physical body where the lower vibrational energies occupy. Mm -hmm. As long as you are filled with that lower vibrational energy, it could be um, resentment, could be fear, could be bitterness, could be anger. Rage was a big story in my book, big message in my book. When you're harboring these lower vibrational energies, you cannot connect to the higher vibrational energies is not possible. Yeah, amen. And that's why they're here because they want to help us heal these to elevate our frequency. And that's when we can start to hear not only the canine spirit guides, but everything else that's available to us. Cause they're just one opportunity, one option uh, for healing. We have so many options for healing right now. So that's the first thing we have to do. And, and the first thing I did to learn to connect with them was meditation. Meditation is a tool, a very positive and powerful tool 
but not in the way that some people assume. Like a lot of people, especially me before I started doing this, assumed that meditation was about just zeroing your mind out and being quiet. And that never worked for me because I'm a, a type A personality and I've got to get things done. I want to check things off my list, uh, you know, achieve everything I can. So sitting quietly did not attract me, but that's not what it's about based on what they showed me. And so I do have a meditation course on my website where I teach people how to meditate the way I do. But the point of meditation is to get you to the point where you can use your mind and your soul to work for you and provide answers for you and to help heal yourself. So meditation was key for me in being able to get the healing I needed from the guides and also to learn to communicate with them. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, I do, I offer breath work experiences. I use that. Yeah. That is kind of my, my tool that I work with is, is the breath and, and I'm the same way with meditation. I just could not just like sit there, but the minute I pull my breath into it and my body into it, and mm-hmm. that is my form of meditation because it's all about just connecting a deeper yeah. connection to yourself and to spirit and to God yeah. and, yeah. and, um, and just allowing whatever needs to be witnessed while you're in that zone, um, yeah. is, is exactly that a healing meditation. Yeah. And, and you've got to be able to, to detach the ego and tell it to go sit in the corner mm-hmm. and not question anything that comes through because that's usually what happens. Absolutely. I mean, you, for example, I mean, you've had every opportunity to be like, uh, no, this yeah. is crazy. I am not receiving that as true information. Right. I am officially losing my mind. Right. You know, but but no, like you surrendered into it. And yeah. I'm just I have so much respect for you. And and you. because it is a that's a big, it's a big journey to to be creating a new pathway of knowledge and information and wisdom. Yeah. And, and I didn't even understand what it was. I I'd say probably six months after the book was published, I was still asking questions. The number one question I asked was what's my job title? What am I doing? You know, I had no idea what to call myself. Yeah. And it's so easy to get caught up in that job title, you know, because everybody, well, who are you? What do you do? Well, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just a divine source of, you know, <laughs> I channel a period. Yeah. I'm just a channel. <laughs> and, and I didn't know that they were intergalactic for the longest time until oh. finally I just went, oh, okay. I need to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cause that makes it a whole different thing because you're not channeling the, the spirit of your pet, right? You are channeling the canine spirit guides that that are here to help shift humanity, just like, um, you know, just like a, a star seed cluster, you know, like the Pleiadians or, you know, like they're a star seed cluster. Like these are a a cluster of, of guides that are here to help shift humanity. Yeah. A collective. Yeah. And they come with a certain frequency and way that, that they are offering it. And it's, would you say number one, like through our pets? I mean, cause I know that you are a channel to provide that healing, but 
first and foremost, is it through our pets, you would say? Well, they use our connection, our heart connection with our dogs Mm. to connect with us. So they will influence the dog in order to communicate certain messages to us. And we have to like pick up on what, what's being offered, you know, see the signs and, and, and understand what's happening in life and go, Oh, that's an opportunity. Oh, that's a message. You know, we like with me, with my dog, with the phone, like, cause I really, I keep intuitively feeling that like, I can feel her saying Vaughn, put down your phone, put down your phone, be present, be with me right here. Just, and I will, I'll say, okay, okay. And I'll put my phone down and I'll just love on her and I'll kiss on her. And I'm like, and I'll thank her. And I'm saying, thank you for, for making me put that phone down because I'm a human, you know, and I'm, I get stuck in the loop of that as well. Right. So, so I'm really appreciative and I really very intuitively keep feeling that that is her messaging for me right now. So I just think that that's so interesting that I'm picking up on that and I'm allowing that to be her truth and my truth. And I'm receiving that medicine from her. But what, that would be the dog's message, but what would be the canine guide's message? Because that's deeper. Yeah. Oh, that's, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So the, the, the right. So it's deeper canine. than just putting the phone down. What, right. what is it? What's the canine guide trying to tell you that you need to know there there's a healing somewhere around that phone that needs to happen is, right. is what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, that's what I'm hearing too. So it's so much more than the phone, right? It's yeah. like, it's my attention or it's my distract is probably my distraction because I'm on a, you know, a path to create more of an impact in my work and in my life and in what I'm, what I do. And when I constantly distract myself from being in purpose with that, you know, so it's like, I can receive that canine message as saying, put your phone down and, and get to your soul's work, you know, like what, what you're here in this lifetime to, to offer and to share your light and to share your message and healings and all that stuff. Or maybe where is the resistance? Cause it, it, what I see is the phone is serving as a block of yeah. a distraction. Oh, so there's a resistance behind yeah. it. That's this kind of like, I don't want to do that yet. Oh yeah. There, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and as humans, that's what we do is we yeah. blocks, we create our own, you know, our minds yeah. do that. And so letting that messaging move through, you know, like you just described about how they work through the heart and, and through the pet, you know, like really receiving that message and, and to explore it even deeper, of what this is really about. What are some other examples? Like, I feel like that's a great example. What What are some other examples of how they can move through in that way to really make a, a larger point? Wow. There are so many in my book. Um, I, I would love to share with you my favorite story that came through as a message from one of the guides. Um, I, early on, in my process, when I was meditating, I was just beginning, I got the clairs all very quickly and I didn't even realize that's what was happening. And all of a sudden I would just get images in my meditations. And during this one meditation, I looked to the left with my third eye and I, I see this 
this puppy cowering in the corner, like underneath some stairs. And I'm like, well, that's strange. And I thought, I don't recognize that puppy. It doesn't seem like any of the dogs that I've been working with. So I don't know who that is. And all of a sudden I shifted my gaze to the right and I see this beautiful panther, this black panther, just um, pacing in a circle. And I'm like, oh, wow. I got so distracted by her beauty. I was like, wow, how gorgeous. And then all of a sudden I looked back at the puppy and the puppy had turned into a woman. This beautiful, tall woman, long blonde hair, just looked like a goddess. And I literally went, oh, I mean, just beautiful. And I was so startled. I looked back at the panther and I said, who in the heck is this puppy that just turned into a woman? You know, cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. And the panther kept circling. And all of a sudden the panther turns into my dog, Apache. And Apache says to me, it is you. She was, she was showing me. So that dog that I had, she's one of the dogs in the book. When my journey with her, she did the exact same thing. She was this terrified little puppy when she first came to this earth plane, terrified of everybody. I nurtured her through her process and got her to a point where she was a dominant beast. We competed together in three different sports and she won every single one, every single time I stepped on the field with her. And what she was showing me was I started out as this terrified little child. I was, I wouldn't speak to people. I hid behind my mother. And even then in my thirties, I was still terrified to be in the world. And what she was showing me was this is your path. I have, sh I have shown you. And by this time she's been gone. She had been dead. Um, I don't know, 10 or 12 years. She'd already been gone. This vision was her sharing this with me, her message and her purpose. And what she was showing me was you are about to evolve into who you are supposed to be. And that's what the numbers said. That's what my astrologer said. Um, when I did sessions with them was I was about to be reborn without ever dying, about to reincarnate without dying. And I was like, well, what does that look like? You know, <laughs> well, there, so, there you go. You just saw yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what she does when she works with people is she connects them to their soul. And with her, I finally met my soul for the very first time. And I tell you what, if, if all of us were completely connected with our soul, there would be no violence, Agreed. no hatred, yeah. because when you're in that space, it is absolute, pure, divine joy and unconditional love. And you can't hold any other frequencies at all. And that's what she does with, she did that with me. And that's what she does with my client. Mm. And that was the most beautiful vision I had ever witnessed. And that, that message was just, it's in my book. And every time I read it, I just cry. It's just so beautiful. And that's what they're offering us. That's, that's what they have for everybody, not just me. Yeah. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Oh, I'm so excited that you are, that you have surrendered into your gifts and this divine guidance and your passion and purpose in this lifetime. Like I, it is no easy feat and you are doing it and you are sharing and you are, you are turning into that goddess. Like you are the embodied <laughs> walking embodiment of the, of that vision, you know, slowly, but oh, surely yeah. in that becoming and that 
standing in, in strength of all that you are. Um, well, I, I know so many people are going to resonate with your work and with this message and mission. And I, I do believe what you said in the beginning about, you know, humanity is ready for this level of knowledge because we are so much more open to learn and explore what else is out there because I feel like we've been doing the same damn thing over and over and over and over. And now it's like, okay, we're, we're ready for this new fresh medicine and this fresh new evolution and, and new information and guidance and healing and all that stuff. So I, I know that people are going to be ready for this. And whenever you do begin to offer training and certification for, for others that are drawn to you in this work, I know that's going to be incredible and an incredible next offering and, um, something that you're going to be bringing to the world, to people that are really ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Yeah. (laughs) People have described it as a movement is what they're yeah. being told. <laughs> yeah. Like as we're talking, I'm like, I'm so excited that I have you on right now because I feel like, you know, like what is in your mind, what is your time frame? Like what, what, um, what are you feeling like the timeline of this transformation? Well, I've got to get the word out about these guides first. And then there's another book that's coming out. And in the meantime, I'm doing private sessions with my clients. Um, anybody can get a healing from the canine guides. Just go to my webpage, heatherleestrom.com. And I'm also already doing group events. So um, I, I, on my podcast. I actually do channeled healings during my podcast, um, based on the channeled messages I get from them. And, um, and then also virtual group events, there will eventually be virtual or um, live group events at certain locations as well. I I can see that coming. It's just not quite ready. Got to get enough people um, interested in it before I can put that together. Um, but I'm, I'm seeing within the next five years minimum, it'll be teachable because more of the guides have to come through. Right. We really know what we're dealing with, but five years or less, I'd say. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's going to come quick. I I agree. So I'm, uh, so what, what is the name of your podcast? Howling at the moon with the canine guides. Oh, I love it. That's amazing. And well, whenever you, I know you're in Indiana, correct? Yeah. So if ever you get a wild hair and you want to come to Atlanta, I would be honored to host an in-person event and, and, you know, start, start the movement whenever you're ready. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you, Vaughn. So fun. So that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. I will make sure that I have the links to your website and your offerings and your podcast and the show notes. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to bring, you know, this information to the people that are ready to receive it and, and to learn from you. So I'm just, I'm really grateful. Thank you, Vaughn. I'm so gracious and, um, thankful that you reached out to me and that you allowed me, you know, that I spoke to you enough to be invited on your show. Cause I know that's so rare for you. <laughs> it is, it is rare, but I really, this has been a very enlightening and, um, 
fascinating conversation. So I, I know that I will be um, looking at and, you know, observing my, my pets in, in a different way, you know? And, and so is that like some last, like, what are some last parting words that you would have for people that, that do have pets and, and a creating a deeper connection with, with the canine spirit guides through their pet? Well, just remember that your animals and all animals are much more highly spiritually evolved than we are. And they are usually part of our soul family. So our pets know why we came here. They know what we came to do. And you have already given them full authority to help you along that journey. So you might think that you have the worst dog ever because they're chewing everything up in the house. There's a message for you to try and get you back on your course from that dog. So everything they do is an attempt to help us stay on track, to offer us the healing that we need so we can get where we need to get, so we can elevate to the level we need to be at. They will even um, make things happen connections happen that we need to make in order to know the people we need to know or go in the direction that we need to go. They're incredibly powerful. They look like they're just a stupid animal laying there licking their private parts, but that's not at all what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I 100%. Well, again, thank you so much for your time and I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing and just, you know, your bravery. I know it feels lonely, especially, you know, in the family situation and all that stuff. I know it feels lonely and difficult, but you are not alone. And I know I see you and my community sees you and, and you are being celebrated for for your voice and your, your brevity. So thank you. Thank you so much, Bon. That really warms my heart because you know, you know how hard it is to find people that are like us (laughs) to feel like you're part of a community. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. And we will be talking soon. Okay. Bye. Bye everybody. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Von Piero and say hello. Talk to you soon.